Hello, and welcome to episode 149 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And James got a wild idea for a Thanksgiving special. We're flipping the podcast. Dun, dun, dun. So we did uh, our topic for this show in the pre-show, and we're going to do the pre-show here. To give you guys a taste of uh, what is normally happening uh, for our patrons. And, yeah, right, like, you can just imagine as we're, we're sitting around uh, whatever uh, holiday meat you've decided to cook for yeah. uh, Thanksgiving if you're in the United States or, I don't know, Thursday if you're anywhere else. <laughs> well, like, Canada does, does their Thanksgiving in, like, October, right? Something like that, yeah. yeah. So... But we're just going to talk about some stuff. Yeah, a whole bunch of little topics. Like, I don't I don't know why I had this bizarre idea. Like, I think part of it is because it's that weird time of year where, like, Wizards is kind of ramping down for the holidays. They, they send, like, everybody home over th- December. So, like, we normally don't get any news. We normally don't get any, like spoilers or cards or product announcements or anything they really don't give out any information which kind of makes doing like a newsy style you know magic content creation difficult and you know we're on almost episode 150 here so wow we almost three years we've been doing this almost three years yeah, I guess so. Like, cause yeah, we are coming up on. I was gonna say we were doing yeah. this for two years, and we needed to like shake up the format. But no, we've been doing this for almost three years. We need to shake up the format. So that's what you're yeah. like. Let's shake up the format today. <laughs> but it seems like every year at this time we end up running into a kind of a hard spot coming up with topics. So I had like a whole bunch of little things that I didn't think really fit into like a cohesive episode. And then I had one topic that I wasn't super keen on talking about on the actual show. So we did the one topic in the pre-show and we're just going to talk. I hope you like it. (laughs) Fair enough. So if you would like to uh, get at us, you can tweet us at Casual Tripod. Yep. You can also hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG or shoot us an email. Show at CasualTryhardMTG.com. Um, we're going to talk about a little bit later in the episode, some of the black Friday deals that are happening because that should be like, as you're listening to this, they should be occurring. Uh, one of them is for TCG player. So if you happen to, you know, decide to make some purchases on black Friday for their black Friday sale, uh, please use our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Uh, anything that you purchase after using that link, we'll get a small percentage of to help keep the show going. And if you guys want to support us a little bit more directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash casual MTG, where you get to listen to the actual episode this week. Very strange. I know. Sorry. Um, patrons also get access to our show notes. So you kind of know what the show is going to be about. Um, you get my little thank yous in the mail every so often. So if you're interested in any of that, hit us up on Patreon. Um, and then our YouTube channel, Casual Tryhard MTG on YouTube. Um, box opening sometimes, draft content sometimes. 
if I uh, get a wild hair, sometimes I'll do a deck tech for a weird, a weird deck that I come across. And then other than that, we just have our discord. Uh, there's a link in the description. There's a link on all our social media. If you want to come in and join the conversation. Yeah. So, oh, no, I was going to say, uh, draft content hasn't been coming because I've become the casualist of casual. I now yeah. pretty much exclusively play on my iPad I yeah. tried to record like screen app on my iPad, but you don't get audio. So then uh, I have to go back and like narrate it, and that that that's not gonna happen. Yeah, so, that's all right. It, you know, I meant to say something in the pre-show. Also, like, I don't. I re- it was really a hard pill for me to swallow to you know buy my collector box this time around, especially since there wasn't a whole lot in this set that I'm like super wanting to collect or at least not the fancy versions of. So I don't really know if I'm going to do too many more box openings. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard. Like it's so weird. We're talking about uh limited in the pre-show that there are so many cards at like rare and mythic that just ruin limited, but are like yeah. unplayable in, in constructed formats. Yeah. Right. Like the Averbrook caretaker or whatever. Yeah. It's like, oh, that card, like, Autumn Willow with Upside, not good enough for Constructed, but in right. Limited. Unbeatable. Just unbeatable. Just a house. Yeah. It's like, wh- why? Why are you Why are you like this? So, yeah, it's it's weird to, like, to to get excited. But, yeah, yeah. I've been just playing on my iPad. I've, I've now taken to... Um, Getting up in the morning, mm-hmm. checking on Gavin because Hannah wakes up first and gets him going. Yeah. And then I get on my exercise bike and I can get one to two draft games in as I work <laughs> do my do my twelve to fifteen minute workout in the morning. There so that go. is where I like I like try to sneak in a couple games there and then a couple games other spots, but it's just like not um a whole lot of Yeah. Uh, well, my point was don't feel bad for not getting out a ton of draft videos because I don't know how many more uh, box openings I'm going to do. I'll probably still keep doing the um, pre-release kits because I yeah. think that you know there's some good information to be gained from those. But like just watching me open packs, I don't know is that much fun, and I don't know that I really want to keep opening a bunch of packs. So fair. I mean, there maybe is I'll that- do a video like I've been threatening to every set now. Like do a video where I put my order together and then maybe like a follow-up mailbag episode when I get my order. Um, but I don't, I don't know that I want to do box openings anymore. Speaking of orders, I don't know if you mentioned, but TCG player has a black Friday sale this week. Yeah. Uh, so, that is one of the things that's in my grab bag list. We can uh, jump right into it and start there. Yeah. So Oh, it's actually the the first thing here is uh oh before we get into Black Friday deals real okay. quick. Um I mentioned like at the very beginning of the intro that normally there's not a whole lot for us to talk about this time of year. So if there is anything that you guys want to hear about or any of the like learn to play stuff we did over the summer that you guys want expanded on, um now's the time of year where we can slot it in. Yeah. So anything you guys want to know, hit us up. Yeah, so we're, we're hungry for show topics. Yes, yes, we are. Um, so, uh, 
TCG this weekend, this Friday, Friday only, it's I think 15% uh, cash back on all your orders. So like I have a few things. We said Chancellor of the Forge, random, we're going to say modern playable in air quotes card (laughs) um, that I don't have. And like, I think like, I think I need like a platinum Imperion or something for, uh, Mm -hmm. Oh, what is it for? A dwarf insects. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Those are words that just came out in the same sentence. Yes, yes. Like uh, we are um, definitely not uh, in in the most competitive of spaces. I mean, I don't yeah. want to platinum Imperion. They're eighteen dollars. Fifteen percent cash back. Yeah, the cheapest one's eighteen dollars. Really. I went and looked up ultimate the ultimate masters one, hmm. and because I figured that would be cheaper than the scars one. Yeah, uh, but um, it's not even the box topper. How much is the scars one? Looking, looking, eighteen dollars. So I should get the scars one because it's better. Yeah, it's one cent more according to <laughs> uh, according to Goldfish. Um, but yeah, like I'm I'm gonna use this as a time to put together some cards that get some cards yeah. that I might be missing for some like random roguish type decks that I may mm-hmm. uh, want to play at some point. The uh, um, just in case you're putting an order together and uh, feel like you need to upgrade the I got my secret layers in and okay. I was putting them in my inventory there. In the Phyrexian language foil Urabrask. Uh-huh. They're like two bucks. Oh, nice. So maybe you should pick up some Phyrexian language foil Urabrasks for uh no ban list modern. Yeah. Hey, I mean we are we are dangerously close to no ban list modern with uh cascading into like whatever it is, uh the the red like cascade no, spell. That's true. Yeah. Right, because like, so that deck you cascade and you want to hit like a Dark Dweller so you can cascade again and like generate a bunch of permanents. But like, mm-hmm. you could like, if you had like an Urabrask and like yeah. an Emrakul, right? Like, if you do it twice, you're more than likely going to hit them, hit one mm-hmm. of them, and just be like, oh, whoops, I guess I got there. <laughs> and you're dead. Yep. Uh, g- good talk, everyone. You're dead. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So if you have some cards that you're like thinking about picking up, like this is, this is the weekend to do it with your ye old TCG player affiliate link. So you said that there were some other places that were doing black Friday deals too, right? So like star city, it was like, I think it was 10 or 15% off sealed product, 15% off of all their heavy played cards, which Mm. are usually in reasonable shape. Like, yeah. If if you are a commander player that is looking like for a dual land, like yeah. HP is your friend. Absolutely. Uh, and then um they're doing like fifty percent up to fifty percent off on all of their like uh you know, sleeves, deck boxes, the the protection stuff. The accessories. Accessories kind of stuff. So they're doing like fifty percent on that. I think all yeah. week. So Okay. Yeah, I'll have to be, check them out. That can be a place to look. 
So that's what I'll be doing. I'm going to be buying whatever the stupid blue, uh, oh gosh, what is it called? Oh gosh. The blue changeling that lets you like tap another changeling to give something flying. So you can tap your, uh, magda to make treasures. Oh yeah. 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 Like I'll be getting, I'm getting one of those yep. <laughs> and, uh, cause I don't think I have any of those, but yeah, I'll be getting some random, random, random stuff. Yeah. So, um, is CFB doing anything for black Friday? I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. I've just, I have, yeah. I did not seek these out. If it wasn't sent to me by, they were by fed you, to you. Yeah. If it wasn't sent to to me by you or mm-hmm. like, if I didn't just like, the this uh, Star City thing I just randomly saw I was like huh yeah I now have this information that I didn't have before but yeah like if it's not like I'm searching it out so yeah so before Black Friday yes is Thanksgiving I do believe that is what happens before Black Friday it seems as though most of society has skipped it it seems like we have Halloween yeah then Black Friday then Christmas then Christmas. <laughs> And there's nothing in there's there's no thing before Black Th- Friday, yeah. but yes, there is there is Thanksgiving, and you now have family semi local, right? Are you guys doing anything for Thanksgiving this year? Uh, funny story. So, okay. <laughs> um, See, this this is funny story that would normally be reserved for pre show. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're talking about it. So when my brother moved here. He had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff at his other place. Like, filled one of those giant Mm U-Hauls. And apparently, still had more stuff in Indiana. Oh. So, Saturday morning, he got a U-Haul van. Mm -hmm. Not, Not like a truck, a van. Right. And he is spending his break driving the van from Myrtle Beach to northwest Indiana, basically as far from Ugh. here in Indiana as can get packing up the packing up the van, then driving all the way across Ohio to Cleveland to see my parents. Oh, God. And then is driving back down. Wow. That sounds terrible. It is awful. And so he's like, hey, will you watch my cats? And I was like, no problem. So I go over today to watch his cats. Yeah. Cannot find the scoop for his kitty litter. I texted him. I called him. Nothing. So I went to the store and bought one. Hmm. And then I realized that he left his house with like food in his garbage can. So I took out his garbage for him. (laughs) And then like three hours after... Three hours after I called him, he called me and was like, oh, yeah, the uh, the scoops upstairs with the other uh, uh, kitty litter box. I'm like, I didn't know there was an upstairs kitty litter box. <laughs> I didn't empty that one. So, yeah, it was it was an ordeal today from like four to five. Aye, just, aye, aye. I got there and I just like walked around like, where, 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 where is, <laughs> why is there nothing out? And then I like went to the store <laughs> I was like, please, random rural food lion, please have a kitty litter scoop. <laughs> please. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, geez. See, so, yeah, that was my that was my afternoon. So what we are doing is we're, we are slightly expanding our normal 
Thanksgiving. So Han and I usually like I make stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we usually just cook a turkey breast, and yeah. so I'm I usually brine it. I'm getting a. I've been using the Alton Brown. Alton Brown from the Food Network had a brine that I saw years ago that I've been using, mm-hmm. and I went I wanted it, and I usually brine it for like three or four days. Yeah. Uh, so I decided I wanted to change it up some this year. So okay. I found a different brine. This uh that involves a little more like it's got like apple juice in it and stuff. The best part of like the turkey when I do it the other way is I stuff um apples and uh, and cinnamon sticks Ooh. in it, and like just the edge of the meat gets that mm-hmm. like like right near the like rib cage gets that flavor and like this one has like apple juice and a couple other things in it and i'm like well this should be interesting so i think i'm gonna make the brine tomorrow yeah but um so i'm also making my brine tomorrow ah. (laughs) so i have i have a couple students that do research for me that i'm that have come and watched gavin that i'm pretty close with and i have more thanksgiving one of them Uh, the other one got to go home but i was like hey did you guys get to go home because this girl, she, uh, someone at work got a little offended when I said that. I said, they did the most girl thing I could think of, which is they drove three hours mm-hmm. to Ikea uh-huh. to just walk around Ikea <laughs> and buy little knickknacks. And they were driving back and her car was hit by a deer. She did not hit a deer. Yeah, just ran into the side. Yeah, like she had deer snot on her driver's side window. Ugh. And she was like, we were talking. She's like, she showed me the pictures, and I was like, oh yeah, you probably just like they're probably just gonna put a new door on it. It's gonna be way easier than trying to fix that because it was all crunched, right? Yeah. And then she like went and got the estimate, and she was like, she's like, I should just do car stuff. She's like, do you have any idea how much? They want to do the door, and I was like six thousand dollars. She was like five thousand. I thought it was gonna be like two hundred dollars. I was like, oh god. I was like, the guy <laughs> who looked at your car and said, "Indeed, this is a car," charged you two hundred dollars for that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, so I was like, I don't know if she's gonna have to go home, and she's an RA, and apparently RAs yeah. aren't allowed to go home over Thanksgiving. Oh, or some of them aren't. So yeah. she was staying behind. So her and her boyfriend are going to come over for some some turkey. Well, cool. Because I was like, I should. I, you can come. You should come over, so you don't have to like be alone. She's like, Well, I have Logan. I was like, Yeah, but Logan's family's also like in Ohio, so yeah. like he can come over too. So you guys can like eat food, and not have to like I don't know, eat turkey cold cuts or whatever you would do, <laughs> like. Micro- microwave those little plastic tubs of turkey cold cuts you get from like Walmart. It's like no, no, no. Yeah. You come over. So I'm gonna gonna cook for them. Good. So hopefully, hopefully I do all right. Hopefully the brine yeah. turns out. Yeah. So, so you're brining your turkey as well. I am. Yeah. Um, my grandma's down here now, so this will be her first Thanksgiving like that she is not hosting. Oh, okay. So that should be interesting. And my cousin's coming from Atlanta. Okay. Because we're really her only family, even remotely close. Um, So it'll be the five of us, myself, my wife, my mom, my grandma, and my cousin from Atlanta. Awesome. 
Yep. Brennan, we brined our turkey last year, but I don't think I brined it long enough. Um, so I'm doing it a little bit longer this year. Yeah, I'm like, uh, when I use, when I did it with the old brine, like I started with the like the 12 to 24 hours or whatever the, like it said, and yeah. I, I got up to like four days. Oh. Yeah, I just threw yeah, it I'm in not, there. I'm not doing mine that long. <laughs> and since I haven't done this brine before, I don't want to lean in that hard. Yeah. So I figure I'll do it tomorrow, and yeah. that'll give it like two days to brine. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna start mine tomorrow night. Yeah. So and then let it brine over Wednesday and then cook it. Yeah. So my um, but we're also I'm only doing a turkey breast, so mine cooks faster. But yeah, I'm being a bad parent and I'm being like, dude, you're going to daycare because like I went in and I graded today and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have so much. I, I got stuff done. I was like, oh, sweet, I can work on all this like other stuff I need to do and mm-hmm. like stuff for like to do around the house and none of that got done. So like, I have a whole, I have a whole list of stuff. Like I got to go shop and buy the rest of the stuff. So you're shipping them off to daycare, even though you're not working. Yeah. But like, I'm going to go like sell some of his, his like baby stuff to yeah. like the like baby consignment store. I'm going to go yeah. buy uh, turkey stuff. And then like, I'm going to see if I can get a hold of someone to see how much it costs to put gutters on the house. And then I'm going to go like try to figure out how to like do some investing. And like, (laughs) I've got this whole list of like adult things I need to do. And like, I can't adult and keep him from killing himself. Right. Like I only have so much bandwidth. I have to pick one. (laughs) And if he dies, I get in way more trouble than if I don't adult. Right. So, like, I just like just go to daycare, and if he didn't like daycare, I'd be like, dude, we'll just chill. Because I'd planned on us just chilling, but I was like, oh, I have all this other stuff to do. But mm-hmm. like today, I took him to daycare, and I gave him to the daycare lady, and she sat him down, and he just turned and ran away. I went to go, <laughs> and went to go play with his people, and I was like, yeah, he's cool. Like he's like, yeah, yeah, he went through a stretch where when he went to daycare, he was like. You monsters, you're abandoning me. And now he's like, Woo, what's up, people? (laughs) I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. Later, losers. I'll see you in a few hours. Bring me a drink. So, (laughs) where's my juice box? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like I can totally, like, I don't feel so bad, but I have a list of things I need to, like, get through. I could drop them off for a little bit. And then I was just like, no, I have so much stuff i need to like (laughs) run down and do like i've got to send stuff to the insurance just just stupid adult stuff and i'm like no i don't i don't want to be like i can't do both like it'll take me way less time if he's not here yeah than if he's here it's like i know this and i know just for my sanity it will be easier if he's not here yeah it'll be easier on him too Speaking of him not killing himself, so Uh-oh. I had a bookcase upstairs, mm-hmm. and yesterday he decided that it would become Uh-oh. a game to climb the bookcase, because he would stand on the bottom shelf and like be trying to pull himself up, and I would take him off, and Uh-oh. he thought it was hilarious, so he yeah. just kept doing it over and There is now no longer a bookcase mm. uh, upstairs. It is now in the closet. 
Because I was like, but, I can't. They sell those like this. furniture anchor kits. Um. Yeah. There's not a whole lot on it, so like it wasn't hard no. to move. The ones yeah. downstairs are they're. Uh, we went perhaps slightly more low tech than the furniture anchor kits. Yeah. I bought a big like L brackets. Okay. Well, not big. I mean, just L bracketed yeah. them to the wall. Yeah. And now they don't move at all. Yeah. I uh, did that a while back, but this one, I didn't think was going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. But one of his favorite things to do is he goes to the bottom of the stairs and shakes the gate until yeah. we open it, and then he climb, <laughs> then he crawls upstairs, comes in the room. And it's like, whoa, and like, plays. Yeah. So like, I'm like, all right, I got to make this place safer than than it was. And we're yeah. doing a bad job of it, but we're slowly getting there. But he was just like, yay. So <laughs> so he is one. I, I don't have my bookshelf anymore, but it's not the end of the world. It's in the yeah. closet. The books are still on it. When he becomes <laughs> more trustworthy, it can come back out. As soon as he's not trying to scale it, climb out yeah. bookshelf. Yeah. Yeah, so I put up a uh, oh gosh, what did, uh, I had to put gates uh, or uh, yeah gates around the uh, fireplace because mm-hmm. uh, as soon as we turned on the fireplace, he was like, "I'd like to set myself on fire now." <laughs> um, like he was sticking his arm through the gate, trying to set himself on fire. Hasn't I, learned hot yet, huh? No, 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 no. And you figure with uh, two doctors for parents, he'd he'd, he'd learn be what smarter than this. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So I. Uh, but I had extra pieces, but I didn't have like the things to mount it to the wall. So I yeah. put it upstairs and one side of it is zip tied to my desk and the other side is zip tied to my TV stand because the PlayStation 4 or PlayStation yeah. 5, they were like, let's do a cool design that doesn't actually sit flat. Yeah. So it's on this like super precarious little stand mm-hmm. and I've heard whatever, of other people complaining about him. Whatever also. he would like, when it would turn on, and then he would like start hitting it, and it would like yeah. rock. And I'm like, dude, if you break this, <laughs> I can't, I can't ever get another one. So I like have a fence up, so the magic cards in the TV are fenced off from the baby. Uh, but that means my desk is super interesting. So I'm like, can I move <laughs> the fence to make it so he can't get to the desk? Uh, the answer so far has been no, but <laughs> I haven't tried that hard. But yeah, it's it's a constant struggle to keep the uh, the little fool alive because he's oh. just like, whoa. But you got a couple more years of that, so. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do, we do. It's it's rough. It is rough. So, yeah, I'm. But it's it is fine. Oh, I just yeah. had an idea. What's that? I should have you like proxy up like starter decks like kid like an... fr- kid friendly like magic intro decks hmm. so that when he gets older you can teach him i can be like hey man uh you take the thomas the tank engine and you uh <laughs> he brings the pain uh choo choo uh i could yeah. do that yeah, there yeah you l- let me know uh like once you're getting like starting to approach that let me know what he's into it can certainly make something happen the only like one of the things you have to be careful with is like if you're having them printed um 
they're weird about like characters of yeah. owned IPs. Like yeah. I know they're like uh, Pokemon and Marvel are big no nos as well as like Disney like cartoony characters. Yeah, they it's... they will not print any art with like Pikachu's or Cinderella or yeah. Iron Man. We are we are working at the at the edge at the interface of legal and illegal. Oh and yes, really, very much gray. We really, really, really don't want to get sued, and yeah. we know that Disney and Nintendo will come for us. Yes, so, no, thank you. <laughs> we don't want any part of that. Yeah, yeah, but but yeah. So at some point he will he will get his grubby little hands on some cards. Yeah, uh, so. I can definitely make that happen. Some yeah. kid friendly stuff. We we have to we have to work on talking first, but we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Baby steps. Yeah. Oh so speak- speaking of like weird cards. Okay, look at this transition. This, this yeah. man's a pro. Have you seen this uh I don't even know how to pronounce this. Mischief, I guess? Secret Lair? Um Is this the commander deck? No. So I guess mischief. I'm probably way wrong. I think this is some like TikToky thing that like I don't have any concept of what it really is. But I think they're like a um alternative. I don't even know if that's the right word, but they're like a viral marketing company. I think where they like they make art, but they do it in such a like kind of like Banksy. Like okay. they make art, but they do it in such a way that it like pushes boundaries but then sometimes they also use it for like marketing campaigns okay i i I really don't know what all they do but evidently they made a secret lair yes i see um uh is a mischief is a brooklyn-based art collective that spends most of its time making dope stuff (laughs) according to um the description on the secret layer. Yes, I had seen these. Okay. So some of them are kind of cool. Like the Blood Moon is kind of neat. That's because the gold one or the... Yeah, one? it's yeah. like all gold. Yeah. Um, And then the Swords to Plowshares is kind of cool. But I guess the Swords to Plowshares has like angered a lot of judges. Why? Because it's Swords number two Plowshares. They've changed the name of the card, which makes it a not legal magic card for tournament play. Weird. Like, according to the rules, it's not legal for tournament play, even though it's a Wizards published official Swords to Plowshares magic card. Oh, because it's... um... Because the name's been altered. Weird. And also the Grim Tutor... Okay. Doesn't say sorcery anywhere on it, which I guess has also angered some judges. Oh, yeah, because like those used to be the things that you couldn't change. Yeah, you couldn't change the name, the mana sim, or the casting cost, or the type line, or the power toughness. Yeah. Just about anything else you could. Like cover up or do whatever with because you could always just look up the oracle text but like those things you need to know before like casting a spell yeah and like that would be the point where you would call a judge and look up the oracle text 
Yeah, with it like on the stack or whatever. Yeah. So uh, like that that card has been a little controversial. Um, like I said, the Blood Moon's kind of cool. I like the card cut to ribbons, even though I find this one to be like very hard to read. Yes. I don't think this version's my favorite. But what I wanted to talk about was I didn't know if you saw the bonus card for this layer. For this one? Yeah. No, what is the bonus card? Um, let me see if I can find it. The bonus card is a basic planes. Oh, the golf one that like becomes a. Yeah, a, I, I a, guess there's like a, a layer of forge? cellophane. Yeah, there's a layer of cellophane on top of the planes, and if you peel the cellophane off, the planes becomes a battlefield forge. Hmm. Which so that, also raises some interesting, like, legality questions. Because is it a planes or is it a battlefield forge? I. As weird as this sounds to say, like, it feels like stuff like that. They're selling an art piece and not a magic card. That's fine if they're selling it as an art piece, but they're not. Fair. They're selling it as a magic card, but it just feels, it feels weird that like, I didn't even know, I'll be honest with you. Like I didn't know where that was from. Like I had seen that lay in a while back, but I didn't know like, so they haven't shipped out yet. So how do Uh, people No, They just started uh, pre-orders like yesterday, I think. Yeah. Like, but like, I don't, so I guess it just came out in their, like in some promotional material, right. That they've been like shipping these, the secret layers early to content creators. Okay. And like they did with the, uh, the signets, like those went out to content creators, like in a crate or whatever, like before they actually announced them. Um, and I guess somebody, I think it was this past weekend had gotten their hands on one of these and did a video about the basic planes and showed them like pulling the cellophane layer off and there's a battlefield forge under it. Huh? Yeah. Like that also raises a weird question for like single sales and inventory. What is it? Yeah, Yeah. What is it? And, like, which version is going to be worth more if you're specking on it? The basic planes with the golf course or the battlefield forge that's behind it? I guess, like, once you peel the cellophane off, like, you're committed to now having a battlefield forge? I, like, I guess. Go back like on. If nobody, yeah, I, I really don't know. It's really weird. I think this one's pushing the boundaries a little bit too much for my tastes. Yeah. Even it though is, I think that Blood Moon's dope. Yeah, it is weird. Uh, I was just uh, going through the... Uh, what's it called? The secret layers. And mm-hmm. it's just like, dear God. There are so... So, so, so many. Well, real quick before we get into other secret layers... Mm-hmm. Um, you had mentioned earlier about this uh, backwards viscera seer. Yes. Did you want to talk about that real quick? Sure. We're so you had posted it, and it's like a viscera seer that it's just like the mirror image 
of the old Viserys here. Like, even the text is backwards. The art is backwards as well. Yes. And it's it's stamped, like, some number out of 100. Uh-huh. Where but the they... stamp is not backwards. The stamp is not backwards. Right. So where are these coming from? Um, to my knowledge, there has been four of them found so far. Okay. And I believe they have all been in the Phyrexian Praetor secret lair, like bonus slot. Okay. Um, I don't know if any of them have been found in the other drops from like that drop. Um, I know that there was one that was opened on video in the one that star city opened. Um, both came from the Praetor, uh, drop and then i saw two listings for other ones uh one was on like a buy sell group and i think one was on facebook um that they didn't say where they came from gotcha maybe i should open my uh secret layers to see what my bonus cards are yeah i i opened mine and i didn't get a viscerous here but i did get like a weird like engineering plan art for panharmonicon okay it, it was it's really weird um i don't know I, I looked it up on tcg player it's like 50 bucks gotcha yeah maybe but, i should look at my uh my foil wasteland one yeah after i defoiled my legacy deck that i bought it for uh rookie, rookie move yeah you'll be happy though have you looked at prices of those cards no um, do you remember how much that drop was? It was like 40 bucks. Something like that, yeah. Uh, the Birds of Paradise is 30 bucks. Nice. The Wasteland, I think, is 29. Do like um, The Howling Mine was 6. The Counterspell was 10, I think. So, there's some okay. value in there. You did all right, kid. All right, good, good. Good, good. Yep. I got I got to pay for adult stuff with all these magic cards <laughs> in my safe. So, yeah. So yeah. So what do you think about? Uh, I guess the big thing on social media right now is serialized magic cards. What do you think about? Because Sweeney. basically that's what this viscerous year is. It's X out of a hundred, meaning there will only be a hundred of them. Hmm. So what do you have any thoughts on? I mean, you know, they, uber they, collectible like super secret serialized whatever i think that we run into the same problem uh that we had with you know the oh gosh what are they called uh the masterpieces right you're like oh this will always be the coolest most desirable thing Mm -hmm. right and then they come up with they make something that is cooler and more desirable or you know, desirable to a certain subset of the people that wanted the first, the masterpiece version, right? So, like, I yes. That, that's fair to say for, like, the regular secret layers and for masterpieces and, like, even to a lesser extent, like, the extended art cards or, like, the um, special border, I forget what you call them, showcase cards, like, in um, collector packs or whatever. But... 
like these serialized cards, I think are kind of a different ballpark because they're obviously like, you're not going to look for this Viscera Seer because you want a pimp version for your, you know, legacy deck or modern deck or EDH deck or whatever. The only reason you would, you know, seek out number 69 of 100 Viscera backwards printed Viscera Seer is because it's there's only nice. 100 of them. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, there's a hundred of them and you own one of them. Like the, the only reason you're looking for that card is to collect it. Yeah. I guess my thing is, is so right now it's viscerous here. Mm -hmm. Right. But we also have the same thing with a collected company, right? There are eight with your store's name on them. Right now, granted it's a collected company from all over the place, but there are yeah. eight that say Myrtle Beach Games. There are eight that say Cape Fear Games. That's true. Right? So, like, well, yes, the Viscera Seer is the first that is one out of a hundred. What happens when there are, like, 30 different one out of a hundreds? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how, like, is, are, like, just, like, Full art lands were super duper desirable when it mm -hmm. was unglued, unhinged, and Zendikar. Right. Right. Now, like every third set, or maybe every other set, they're like, you want some cool full art lands? A couple times a year at least. Yeah, I, I got you. And now, like, full art lands are 10 cents a quarter. Yeah. Right when they were it used to be like two and three dollars, ten dollars a piece, mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, like that's like you know a quarter now. So yeah. like I think right now, Viscerasier is hot, 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 right? Because there's a hundred of them. But what yeah. happens when there's like a hundred, uh, you know, Anafenses, and then like a hundred Okos? Yeah. And it's like oh. that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about comparing it to the uh, like the game day promos because it's the same kind of thing, right? Because initially it's like because those are going to be a nightmare, yeah. Right? Like, what is the TCG player listing for that? Right? Like, yeah, I have no idea. You know, I mean, that's really weird too because, like, if somebody is collecting those they're going to want ones from specific stores. Like you're going to yeah. want one from Mox boarding house. You're going to want one from the Star City Games tournament center. Y yeah. Whatever. You're going to want them from specific stores. And now hmm. granted like Mox boarding house is a pretty well known, but like how many like the hobby shop are yeah. there? Because like I don't think it has like the state on it. It's just like the store, right? Or does it have like yeah. the actual location? No, I think it's just the store name, right? So name like, date. yeah. So Myrtle Beach Games, there's one Myrtle right. Beach Games, right? But there's like probably ten of the hobby shops, right? Right? You know, the comic, or the comic store. store. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're just like, oh, so like those will be more. Uh more common but like it feels yeah. it feels like they are like 
trying to like with the secret cards they put in the secret layer mm-hmm. like it seems like they're trying to like juice sales of something yeah. that they shouldn't need to juice sales for like oh by the secret layer there might be like a super exclusive card in the back it's like but i thought these were supposed to be super exclusive i would i would agree with you if the value wasn't still there like if they were starting to make secret layers where like secondary market value was closer to like box value or if they were playing with that equation in some way i would agree with you that yeah they're just trying to find a way to juice sales but they're really not like if you i mean always there's going to be some on like either side of the line um and like the ones that are just weird like basic lands are obviously not like at book at face value worth what you're paying for the secret layer, even though like that version may be, you know, more expensive or whatever, but it like this, uh, the one we were just talking about the Mark pool secret layer, like there's a ton of value in that one. And that's a recent one, the Praetor yeah. one, there's a ton of value in there. Like every one of those Praetors, except for Urabrask is 20 or 30 bucks. So you buy one of those and you made, you know, a hundred dollars profit on it. So there's part of me that is looking at the Pixel Snowland one. Yeah. I'm like, I could, I could maybe, Depths could maybe use a forest and a swamp because they look pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I don't know, like we just keep getting so many versions of cards. We've talked about it before. Like this secret layer happened and I'm just like tangentially aware of it. Mm-hmm. But like, not enough that I had gone to the site until we were talking about it just now. Okay. Well, let's uh talking about the the king of segways there. Let's dive into the next uh the next drop. Um I I think that most of these I'm not super interested in. I really mm-hmm. don't care about the League of Legends stuff. Although, like I heard this show's really good. Have you watched it? Uh Hannah started watching it um and she's enjoying it. She's like, I have no idea who any of these people are, but it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah so I've I've kind of wanted to watch the show. There's just only so much time in the day. But yeah. yeah, like that one, like, cool. Like, the arts are interesting. Nothing that I was like, oh, my God, I've got to have that. Yeah. The, um, the Dracula one is another one that's, like, full of value. Okay. Phyrexian Tower, Exquisite Blood, Night's Whisper. Like that one when they said Phyrexian Tower, I was like, "Isn't Phyrexian Tower like a hundred bucks?" Uh, it's not, they've reprinted it a couple of times since it was a hundred bucks. But yeah, Phyrexian Tower is expensive. Um, Exquisite Blood is expensive. It's like a twenty dollar EDH card. Yeah, and I, I had one. Of this is only like the second printing that will be available in foil of Night's Whisper. Oh yeah. Um, so people are excited for the Night's Whisper as well. Like all of these are desirable. Um, I don't really think that I'm in for that one, but there are people that are excited for that one. Yeah. The um, the Fibblethip one I thought was cool. It's like a Where's Waldo. Yeah, I saw that one. That one's interesting. Yeah, I thought that was kind of neat. I don't, I don't know that I'm going to buy it, but I thought it was neat. I probably yeah, won't buy it. It's... I know. So the hard thing is, like you've talked about, right? Like they seem to have value. Yeah. Right. Like at what point is it just like, 
I should buy these because as soon as it shows up at my house, I can sell it to Star City Star City and make fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when when does that become a thing where you're just like, I will buy like thirty of this secret layer. It's a already th- a thing. Yeah. Like I don't a- I don't know when it stops being a thing. Yeah, it just it seems weird. You know what I mean? I mean like, if you if you have the disposable income to do that, like do it. That people have done it every single layer. There are, I think, there is one layer that hasn't uh, made money just by flipping it instantly. Gotcha. That is totally a thing that people are doing all of the time. Yeah, it just seems like it's just weird that like there's this arbitrage that's just yeah. like we all know about. Yeah, but nobody does. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, not nobody. There are certainly people that do it, but. I mean, there's people that buy more than their allotted position. Where? How many are you allowed to buy? Um, I forget what it is. Ten of each, I think. Okay. But, I mean, like if you buy ten of each, that's more than ten of each because you can buy ten of each of the complete drops too. Yeah, so you get like 20... Yeah. Like I could I could see like starting out like small yeah. buying buying one flipping it and then the next time buying, buying more yeah. yeah buying two or three and working your way up to just buying crap tons of them. Yeah. But um, like if you're like if you're Star City like why don't you just have like all of your employees buy a bunch of drops and you just reimburse them. I mean, how do you know they're not? Fair. Fair. Just everyone at Star City just buys. I, I mean, I thought it them. was kind of suspect that the first uh, the first one of these backwards viscera series to pop up was when Star City Games was opening theirs. Yeah, fair. I mean, they. Like, it just seems like, like we should be doing this. Yeah. But. Um, there was, I mean, you mentioned that you kind of like the pixel Snowlands, and yeah. I think they're, they're, I don't think they're for me, but they're kind of cool. Um, the one that I was kind of interested in talking about was the one that you alluded to earlier. And that is the complete commander deck. Okay. Yeah. That's wild. It's, yeah, it, so I guess the the complete deck is not like alternate secret air lair art. It's just the like dozen or so cards that they spoiled. Yeah. Now, these are the same people that are putting backwards viscera seers in cards. So like anything's live, right? Uh, technically, yes. So um, also, I guess these cards are. At least the alternate arts are reversible. They're double-sided. Because it's a, so, it's a coin flipping? Well, it's more than that, though. Because you can... like the, you. There's no option to get either a foil or a non-foil of this. Because one side of the cards is foil and the other side is not foil. Gotcha. So I believe the whole deck is reversible i don't i don't know that it's just the uh the alt art cards 
I might say in here. Um, Reversible cards. Hmm. Okay, maybe it is just the uh, just the alternate art ones. Again, I say, Lord only knows. Yeah. Um. So. Oh no, forty-five foil reprints. Oh, so there's a bunch of and foils. Fifty non-foil reprints. So everything is reversible, I think. Well, no, because forty-five and fifty-five. So oh, so fi- so half of the deck is going to be flippable. Okay, maybe yeah. But so saffron olive just off the deck list that they printed for it. Yeah. The cards by themselves retail for two sixty seven. Yeah. So like buying this commander deck, you could in theory probably buy list it for 200 the day day it shows up mm-hmm. like just make a hundred dollars mm-hmm. which is you know not a bad thing right now it's also going to be strange because they they said that like the rest of these are going to be like printed as is or whatever okay so like sakashima the imposter I believe is an expensive magic card. Uh, I think that uh, when he brought when he had the, it's like it was uh, I, I can almost say words. Uh, it was twelve dollars. Oh okay, I guess it's not that big a deal then. The but, foil, the foil is like a hundred and fifty. Yeah. I, I wonder if these are gonna have like the little um, like mystery booster or list like planeswalker thing in the corner though the reprints. I think they almost have to, right? I mean, I would think they have to, but they I don't think they said anywhere that they're going to. Because that would just be weird. Or they have a different set symbol. I, think, I guess that could be also. Like they could have like the secret layer set symbol or whatever. Yeah. Ooh, there's Academy Ruins in it. Yeah, where's the whole deck list at? I was looking. Uh, it says click here for full deck list under the contents. There like in the middle of the secret lair drop. All right. Oh, here we go. Oh, there it is. Click here for full deck list. Look at that. Um but yeah, like like this if you if you like randomness in your games of magic, like this is the thing for you, right? Yeah, like, I, I mean I hate randomness in my games of magic, but I'm going to buy at least one of these. Yeah. Like, why why is everyone playing the same commander deck? Well, you see, <laughs> they were they were just giving it away. Like it made no sense for me not to. Yeah. Uh, Goblin Kaboomist in. But yeah, I. It is it is interesting. Like I really wish I could, like, I don't know. It's hard for me sometimes to be like, I'm going to spend all this money on Magic Sealed product and then one day sell it. I know that you uh, you have a much more commi- uh, much greater commi- commitment to that game than I have. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like, I think Sealed product is a little bit different than Precons. Yeah. 
I mean, but, but some like some precons really hold their value. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I don't know. It, it's really weird, and this is like this is kind of a weird like precedent too. Like if they can just print an entire commander deck as a secret lair drop, like what's stopping them from printing? I don't know, Amulet Titan. Oh, uh, I was actually going to say an entire modern deck. I mean, yeah. they did. Right? Remember? Well, I mean, the modern event deck. Well, that's, I forgot about the modern event deck. That's true. Okay. For the un- uninitiated, a million years ago, when, like, before before the time of the Siege Rhinoceros. Yeah. They printed a black-white tokens deck that was tier 2.5 ish well it kind of though because like i mean you had to put a lot of work into that deck to make it like yeah. the competitive version like there were no thought seizes there were no bitter blossoms there were there were inquisitions there were um but like they they like made it they made a like deck to get you into modern yeah. Into modern and air quotes, right? That mm. you could show up just like they do with the challenger decks. Like they're doing the yeah. challenger pioneer decks. You can just show up and you could jam this at a modern tournament. Mm-hmm. Right. They could very well, like you said, they could be like, you know what? Uh, they could have monkey madness mm-hmm. and it just be like a Ragavan deck. Right, just Ragavans like, and Murktides. Yeah, just Ragavans and Murktides in like, you know, I don't know, each Murktide is a different like Yu-Gi-Oh dragon or, yeah. or something, right? Something. Whatever crossover. Or you know, the the Ragavans are like different poses of Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then there you go. Harambe, Harambe and Child. Yeah. You know, he who died for our sins or whatever, right? <laughs> and then, like, yeah, cool. Here, we're gonna charge you three hundred dollars for this. And like, we, if Wizards actually does the we don't believe in the secondary market thing, mm-hmm. or we don't acknowledge it, right? Every card costs the exact same amount of money to make. It sure does. So. They could just print out as many Ragavans and Murktide decks as they wanted. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really impact them. Right. Now, it, it goes back to, you know, we've talked about, um, oh gosh, what is it called? Reprint equity. We re- Reprint equity. And I mean, yeah. it hurts that. But on some level, I almost feel like the secret layers, like, there is no such thing as reprint equity. I mean, there's... You're 100% right. Like when you're, I think the secret layers are kind of a, they're a weird spot in reprint equity because a lot of times they're very polarizing. So the art on the cards is not going to appeal to everybody. And they're super limited. Like you have a week to buy your drop. If you don't buy the drop within that week, you're, paying significantly more money for it yeah which like both of those things do weird things to reprint equity 
Like if they printed um, uh, Secret Lair Arcane and it had a Snapcaster Mage in it. You're going to have some people that are like, oh, League of Legends is stupid. I don't want my Snap Snapcaster Mage to be League of Legends. And like that card will be worth considerably less to that person. But there are some people who just love screaming at people in chat. And right. they're just like, oh my god, I really want it to be whoever. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna say the word jungler like I know what it means. <laughs> and then we're gonna move on. Be like, I'm gonna be like, jungler, top lane. And then people will be like, Oh yeah, he has once brushed into League of Legends. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the idea of like so you could print like these cards you could reprint something in a secret layer mm -hmm. and then six months later do a fancy version so right they could do this uh, this whole commander deck and mm -hmm. then they could print like a fancy secret layer version of one of the cards in that mm -hmm. secret and i don't think it would impact the sales of the secret layer that no. had the that, that had like the the Sakashima the imposter with like an alt art now. Yeah, well, I don't think that's one of the alt art ones, but yeah, no. I, I know what you mean. No, but like, so they print regular Shakashima. I should have picked an easier one to say. They print regular <laughs> Shakashima in Heads I Win, Tails You Lose. Yeah. Now in six months, they print an alt art version of it. Right. In a secret layer, that secret layer is probably going to sell just as well. Mm hmm. Uh, in six months with or without this version being printed. Like right. you, you don't have reprint equity problems when you're making a different card. Well, look at the, um, the Titans. We got the Titans and Theros. And then the next set, we got the Titans in the Kaldheim border. Yeah. And I don't think either one affected the price of the other. Yeah, like, I mean, the, the weird thing about the secret layers is that, I mean, obviously they sell very well and they print a bunch of them. But I think for a given card, there's less of them than there would be for a set release. Yeah. Because, like, they're printing, like, a set release is available you know, buy as much as you want for six months. Like mm -hmm. if we run out, we'll make some more. You can, you can have as much as you want. And there's a bunch of it sitting on a shelf somewhere. The secret layers, you know, you have a week or whatever. And after that, we're all done. So yeah, there might be some sitting on a shelf because star city bribed all their employees. They, I mean, this is complete speculation. I have no proof that this happened, but you know, star city, uh, tells all their employees we want you to order as many secret layers as you can and you know we'll reimburse or whatever they might have a hundred of them sitting on the shelf or whatever but it's not like sealed product where you have pallets in a warehouse somewhere yeah i don't think anyone has pallets of secret layers anywhere yeah there's always going to be scarcity with these yeah so it's just some weird questions that it raises about like reprint equity. Yeah. Like I've bought, I think I'm at four secret layers, two Thalia's and now two of the, what's his name? Mark pool. Ones. Mark pool. 
I still haven't opened any of them. They're all just sealed sitting here. Yeah. I I haven't played a whole lot of Paper Magic since you bought them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to buy, I I was going to put the Wastelands in Depths, but like Depths just is too expensive now. Yeah. Uh, to to have laying around, but like, you know, I could like the the Pixel Snowlands, like that's like kind of right up my alley. Mm-hmm. But it's also weird, like, you know, you have like you know your vibe or aesthetic in your deck, and then there's yeah. just this thing that like doesn't fit. Right. It's got a close button on it. <laughs> it yeah. A minimized button. Yeah. But you know, part of me is like, that's kind of neat, but it is kind of neat. But also for six dollars a land, I'm like, yeah, how neat. Oh, well, I mean, have you looked up some of the prices of the previous? Um, no, I have layers that contained lands. Yeah, you should look up the uh, Winter Wonderland drop with the Throne of Eldraine lands. Okay, they're and like twenty like... bucks a piece. Oh Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we're just like. We should all be uh, buying these. Oh, can we buy these and then turn them into NFTs? Oh, we did it. Oh, man. We did it. How how long till we get secret layer NFT? <laughs> I mean, you kind of do. Like everyone comes with some sort of, you know, sleeve on Arena or Redemption on Moto or something. I yeah, mean, I know no. it's not exactly an NFT, but. I want, I want an Euro on the blockchain. <laughs> I mean I don't know think about it yep wizard's beating room <laughs> Chad <laughs> business oh, bro oh man here comes Chad bro if we make these NFTs bro we get all the money bro let's do it people yeah. are like Chad that's not a good idea <laughs> NFTs bro do you know $100,000 for Dancing Cat. Doing it. Oh, gosh. We talked about this last week, but Amaranth, like, yeah. the image that she sold for $150,000. Yeah. It's, it looks like it was drawn in not even MS Paint. Remember Mario Paint for oh, the Super God. Nintendo? Unfortunately, I do. Right, and you could like make music with like pigs and oink. Yeah. And it was drawn in Mario Paint, <laughs> and someone paid a hundred and fifty thousand dollars for it. Like you can't tell me that if we had like an Embercool or like whatever the most. Okay, you go on to EDH Rec, mm-hmm. you find the most popular commander. Yeah, and then Wizards makes the art an nft oh man all the money just all the money yeah or the artist i wonder if the artist could i'm not sure like you uh, know. looks like the answer is kenrith the returned king so you just kenrith nft boom yep. done kenny boy that's wild that Kenrith is the. the did you want me to run down like the top ten? Oh, we can if you want. I was just saying like twenty-seven years of magic, twenty-five years of legends, two years ago. Well, okay, 
So we have Kenrith as number one. Okay. Atraxa is number two, which came out shortly before Fire Design. Okay, but that and that one's four colors, right? Esper yep. Yep. plus green. Yep. Okay. Uh, Corvold is number yeah. three. Yeah, that card's busted. Uh, Eureko is number four. That was a commander deck. Oh, the um, the the blue the blue black commander ninjutsu. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Moldratha is number five. Dominaria. Yeah. Uh, Edgar Markov is number six. Commander deck. Alayla is number seven. I don't know Alayla. Alayla was another Brawl commander. So three of these were thrown of Eldraine cards. Like the, 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 the Esper fairy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Ur Dragon, Sisse, Weatherlight Captain, Marin of Clan Neltoth. And then uh, these are just outside top 10. No, uh, Yarok and Omnath. Four color Omnath. Cool. So of the top 12, one, two, three, four. Five, half of them are from the last two years. Oh, and then Tulane is uh, number 13. So, so all those Brawl Deck commanders are the most popular? The uh, the Mardu one is nowhere to be seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, because that card's hot garbage. Yeah. Card was so bad. Yeah, nowhere to be seen. But yeah, that's kind of insane. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, it's they're all from one set. Yeah, they're yep all from one <laughs> set. Yep, that is crazy. <laughs> It's also crazy that Corvold is only $9. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since you couldn't like open it in a booster pack. Yeah. It's on the list and yeah. from that one thing and that's it. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Wild. So, yeah, I I don't understand things. I just don't. I don't. Uh, Alright, so I do have. I know we've uh, gone a little long, but there are. Oh, we're not that long. At, we're fine. At least, at least one more thing that I wanted to okay. quick touch on, and then maybe one more thing that's hit or miss. We can talk about it if you want or not. It's fine. Um, the video that I sent you. I watched it. <laughs> Isn't that wild? So, so this video is. I guess it was taken at MTG Vegas. Which, from what I understand, was a pretty successful event. Good. Um, Yeah. But there was a lot of, um, at least what I was exposed to from the places where I saw things from MTG Vegas, seemed to be a lot more about, like, a bunch of content creators hanging out playing Commander than, like, actual competitive magic. It, I mean, I, I know that there were definitely competitive magic events that happened, 
Yes. But, uh... It seemed like the vast majority of people I saw talking about it, and it might just be due to the fact that they are content creators, it just yeah. seemed like it was a place for content creators and go to, like, hobnob. Yeah. Right. Oh, so I just, uh... I just posted that video of someone, like, riffle-shuffling, like, alpha cards. And just yeah. beating them up for no other reason than they it's almost like i had the money to get these but i don't care about them it's weird. yeah I, I don't i don't really don't know what's happening there like it's like they're like aggressively trying to break cards i mean that's exactly what it looks like yeah uh alpha sol ring is $3000 and dude just like like purposely hit it, it just it, it just doesn't make any sense he the beginning of the video is him having his beer set on it. Yeah. It, like the top card of the deck is an assigned alpha soul ring and the dude just like had a can of PBR on it. <laughs> yeah. it. I don't understand it. This, I was not here for this kind of content. Yeah. I don't know. Wild. Um, The first I was exposed to uh, this deck was this video, but the tweet says the famous Ganti deck, so tales of it had to be going around, I would imagine. Yeah. But. Yeah, it, I don't get it. I do like the next. I do like the next thing because this is something I have to work on, and that okay. is the gift guide. The gift guide. Yeah, I didn't like spend a whole lot of time coming up with this, but you know, Black Friday is Fast probably today if you're listening to this on Friday. Um, and whether you're like buying gifts for somebody or more than likely people are looking to purchase gifts for you and want to get you magic stuff. Like there's definitely things that are good to get or give as like magic things and things that aren't great to get or give. So I thought maybe if we talked about them quick, we could, uh, you know, get some information out there about this. So like the, I think the easiest thing for like a non magic person to like wrap their head around is the first thing you have, which is like accessories. That's my, definitely the safest. My wife has bought me lots of like, uh, deck boxes. It's probably a little late now to get this on your Christmas list, but like Aaron Kane, if you look up yeah. Aaron Kane deck boxes, Kind of like Wormwood, uh, but Aaron Kane is like a dude in Michigan that makes like beautiful hand-constructed wooden deck boxes, and like you can pick what kind of woods you want and everything, but there's like a multiple-week turnaround time. Yeah. I think my wife ordered mine in September for when they showed up in like November, yeah. but like if there's accessories that you want, like that is an easy thing to like send like someone an Amazon link to. Yeah, like accessories are also cool because you can get more than a deck's worth of use out of them. Like if you get a sweet playmat, you like every format you play, you can play on that playmat. You know, regardless of how your deck changes over time, you can still use that playmat. If you get a new playmat at some point, you can always like lend it out. Like you will always get use out of something like 
you know, a play mat or a deck box or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I mean, it's something that I, I think that your significant other or whoever got it for you, like if that becomes like your go to play mat, mm-hmm. they'll see you use it. They'll yeah. they'll feel good about their purchase and that like you, you know, think enough about well, what they got you that you're going to be like using it all the time. Mm-hmm. So like, I think that's a good thing for everyone all the way around sleeves. Yeah. Again, a thing that you're going to use a lot of and as a thing that you can like just share an Amazon uh, list for. Yeah. And people will be able to get it because like so my mom was like, I need a list of five things from all of you so I can like pick and choose what I want to get for you. And I was like, what is this going to be? (laughs) Uh, And so there were some like easier magic stuff. I was like, I could I could throw that on the list and, Mm -hmm. you know, go from there. So, yeah. Like stuff like this is easy dice backpack. My wife got me the, uh, uh, oh gosh, what is it? The like the ammonite, the ammonite backpack from got it for me. And then the world ended. And yeah. so it's just been <laughs> sitting upstairs with some, with a little bit of stuff in it for like ever. I'm sure if I open it, there's probably a like standard deck from two years ago. In it. <laughs> yeah, um, hopefully there's not like, a mouse living in it or something. Uh, I hope that my house is not, my upstairs is not so sketch that I've got yeah. mice. But yeah, but I could find like, you know, Jerry from Tom and Jerry just like chilling in there. Um, eating a piece of cheese. Eating a piece of cheese, yeah. But like those are a thing that you can be like, hey, I'd really like this backpack. Like yeah. easy, easy. I think if people are like more in the know, mm-hmm. You have like um, basic lands. Yeah, I think this is one that people don't normally think about. When I was coming up with, like, like I said, I didn't spend a whole bunch of time on this, but when I was trying to come up with a list, I was trying to think of things that you would use for like your duration as a magic player. Like we said, sleeves, play mats, backpack, you know, stuff you're going to get a long period of use out of. Um, basic lands you use in every deck. And even if you, you know, start gravitating towards older formats where you don't run many basics, you can save them for like, you know, your limited lands or whatever. Like pick a couple artworks that you really like and, you know, tell your friends that you really like these artworks. And, you know, if people are doing Christmas presents or Secret Santa or whatever, that's uh, something that would mean something to you because you know where the gift came from. You would get your use out of it. It's something that, like, you know, was hand selected. Like nobody thinks about basic lands, but you know, if you have a favorite art, that can that can make a decent gift. I think. Yeah. Um, you had some don'ts, um, which are like random booster packs. Those are super hit or miss. Yeah, like if you know your Aunt Gertrude or whatever, like, gets you three. Kaldheim booster packs and you open them and even if one of the one of the packs had a hit like are you going to remember where that I don't, card I don't came from know. yeah yeah Pro- prob- probably not probably not um the don't buy like singles yeah. i think it's a, like if you have someone who like i don't know it's foiling out a commander deck that's a little bit different story, right. yeah. Like a commander deck or like, you know, 
a, a deck that they really associate with themselves or like mm-hmm. something they've been working towards like yeah. then like i think that's fine but like just like oh hey here's some like values and you're like oh Thanks. i don't play planes yeah yeah uh, yeah like singles are probably fine if you're like an entrenched player buying for another entrenched player and you know like the other person's play style or whatever or like you said you know a specific foil that would mean a lot to somebody like that's probably fine and probably doesn't belong in the what not to buy i was kind of thinking more as like a general rule of thumb like if you you know ask your grandma for uh windswept teeth for christmas like yeah. Number one, your grandma probably has no idea what a windswept heath is or where to get one. And if she did, they probably like went to the whatever game store and may or may not have gotten hosed purchasing said windswept heath. But like singles really aren't, I don't think, a great a great gift. Yeah, I think that they can be like they can be good if like if it's like you know this is a card that someone's going to get use out of. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, if there's a secret layer version of someone's commander that they talk about, you're like, oh, I could, I could get that. Like, Yeah, the secret layers are tough, though. Like, my sister last Christmas bought her boyfriend um, the Bob Ross lands, the okay. secret, the drop for the Bob Ross lands that then didn't ship until like February. Yeah. They're not the so, best in like, terms of Merry, gifts. Merry Christmas in February when it comes, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, along those lines, um, I almost two years ago now went on Kickstarter and found mm-hmm. this really cool tea making thing for Hannah. Yeah. Basically securing for loose leaf tea. Oh, that's cool. And they were like, it will ship in June. I was like, sweet. Our anniversary is in uh, July. Mm. Perfect. Anniversary present. That was two years ago. I'm still getting Kickstarter updates about the status of this Keurig. Oh, well, what's the status of this Keurig? Oh, we're getting, we're, we got some parts. We're still testing some things out for quality. I'm like, dear God, you told wow. me to. You, you told me two years ago it was going to ship in six months. And uh, you don't even have a whole one together <laughs> that you can send anyone. Like, I feel schnookered. Yeah, they got uh, you, buddy. They got me good. One day, though, it's going to show up and be like, sweet. Here's a, here's a, yeah, I, I mean, maybe. Give, it's been two years. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I could give the gift twice. Yeah. Like, hey, I got you this. And then. Five years from now, I'd be like, "Hey, look what I got!" <laughs> Don't even remember that I that I told you I gave it. I got it for you years ago. Boom, That's right. perfect. Yeah, like the secret layers are hard because they aren't going to show up now. Yeah, right. But what I mean is, like, if you let's say they played like Elish Norn as their commander, yeah, and you're like, oh, I could go get the fancy, super fancy secret layer Elish Norn. Because mm-hmm. they've always wanted the Frexian language thing, right? That's the thing to get yeah. for a single. But yeah, just like a random like ascendant pack leader, nah, probably yeah. okay. Don't need to grab one of those. Yeah, right. Because you know, there's going to be a 
better version of that car that comes out in six months. Mm-hmm. Or Unfortunately. like, yes, a better version of a one mana two one with limitless upside. Yeah. <laughs> so and then, like, I had one more thing on this list that could be hit or miss. Okay. Um, and that's just about any precon. Um, like Wizards was they've been doing pretty good with their precons lately. Um, so depending like on how well you know the person, if it the deck is a good fit for them, or like if you know they don't have it, like a precon could be a decent gift. Um, I think I say I think another it could also be a miss though, like if you you know. If you what? Sorry, you oh, cut out. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, so uh, just, right, like, just like the pre-show. Yeah. S- stuff cuts out randomly. You get that full experience. <laughs> what I was going to say is A like... full experience. You know, let's say... Right? You... You have a friend that... Has seen you guys play Commander, but doesn't have a Commander deck. Right. Oh yeah. You could get them one of the commander precons. And yeah, that, that would actually be, their, be a good gift. That could be their entrance into the format as a way to spend more time with you. Or they have mm-hmm. the pioneer decks, right? And, and now I yeah. know that pioneer may or may not exist, but it is a right. format that could like last longer. So like mm-hmm. you know, it could be like, oh hey, you know, I know you like this kind of play style. Here's the pioneer deck. You know, three or four of us have Pioneer decks that we play with on, you know, Friday nights or whatever. Yeah, and so instead of you having to borrow a deck, you can have your own, right? And, like, giving Mm -hmm. them... We've talked about it before, like, giving them something that is their own so they feel, like, part of the format, part of the group, because, like, I have a deck now, too, right? Because I think we mentioned uh, he already got it. So uh, in the... In the pre, in the in the actual show pre-show, um, <laughs> that um, Anthony had mentioned that like the only magic his friends play down there is they play commander. Yeah. So I was yep. like, I, I got like one of the commander precons, a deck box, and a pack of sleeves, and it was fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, now you can like go like play commander with your friends and stop playing Australian magic, aka flesh and blood. Um, <laughs> down under magic. Uh, every other turn, you have to like dodge a koala. It's weird. Um, but, <laughs> but watch out for the wallabies. Yeah, drop bears everywhere. <laughs> uh, but like you can do, like if you're getting a precon that like can help like bring a friend into your play group. Or something, I think that can go a long way. Like, if you know a little bit about how they like to play the game, be like, mm-hmm. or like, hey, like, I had fun playing this deck once. I think you would enjoy it. And you, and now you have a way that you can play. Yeah, you could be the fifth, right? And then you just right. are like extra nice to them because you guys are all playing super good commander decks. So they have the precon, right? But, <laughs> but like, you know, you can like bring them in. I think that's good. But just like, hey, uh, I was at Target and I beat a man within an inch of his life to get this random <laughs> precon deck. Um, yeah. And it's like, 
cool. That was from like two standards ago. Thanks. Yeah. Right. Like then that's awkward. Did you, did you get the receipt? (laughs) Yeah. I actually got one more like not to buy that. I just thought of. Okay. And not only should you not buy this for somebody, but you should like actively tell the people that love you and are buying gifts for you not to buy these as well. And that's the like random repackaged product at Target and Walmart. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those things are or, awful. like mystery cubes and mystery pack bundles and bundle deals, and they are all hot garbage. Yes, they like are. actively tell your loved ones not to waste their money on them for you. Yes, I've seen people open up thirty dollar like mystery cubes that had land packs out of a fat pack in them. I mean, it was a mystery. It certainly was a mystery. It was a mystery that you just spent $30 on a hundred basic lands. Yeah, that would, that would very much suck. Yeah. 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 So don't do that. Yeah. They, they used to, they used to do like the, the Christmas thing or the hot, the holiday bundle, which a were, holiday bundle. Yeah. Which were pretty in, yeah. but yeah. Uh, it, I mean, it's kind of like buying random booster packs, though. Like it is, yeah. I, it is not. You're right. It is not something that I would uh, uh, recommend. But yeah. I think that just getting, uh, what's it called? But getting getting some stuff that you know that they will like, and I think it just requires you both to be enfranchised. Uh, yeah, goes a long way. So mm-hmm. with all that, you got I anything think, else that you can think of to add to this gift guide or is that, I, it? I don't think, I don't think there's anything that like, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's really something I would like want to buy or want from someone. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean think. like e- even as somebody, you know, I've been playing the game for seven years now, whatever, like, if somebody bought me a sweet playmat for Christmas, like that's awesome. Yeah. Or, you know, a, some like sweet metal D sixes to carry around with my deck. That's awesome. Or cool sleeves. Or you know, I asked for a backpack a couple of years ago to carry my decks around. in. like, those are all great gifts. Whereas, you know, if my wife went down to Walmart and bought some booster packs and shoved them in my Christmas stocking, like, Number one, they've probably already been slid open and all the good cards taken out of them. But number two, like, you know, that's pretty forgettable. Yeah, it is. So, yeah, you want to, what is it? Like, they always say you want to, like, have, um, oh, what is it called? You want to pay for experiences. Yeah. Right, not, not things, you know. So I think you want to, like, buy someone something that well magic related like becomes part of their magic experience and they're going to think of you know like oh hey this is a really cool gift when they when they uh yeah when they play it so yep for sure there we go so now i think with all of that i think we have a podcast yeah we do it was like a backwards podcast it was so, if you want to tweet at us how awesome the idea this was, you can get us <laughs> at Casual Tripod on Twitter. 
Yeah, you can also hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG or drop us an email, show at casualtryhardmtg.com. Uh, don't forget Black Friday deals at TCG Player. Uh, use our TCG Player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. Or if you want to support us more directly and listen to the actual episode, which was our pre-show, um, hit us up on patreon.com slash casualtryhardmtg. And like we said at the top of the show, this is kind of a drought for magic content this time of year. If there is anything in particular that you would like to hear about or an episode that you didn't think we went in depth enough, uh, hit us up on discord. There's a link in the description. There's a link on all our social media to get in there and join in the conversation and give us topics. Yeah. Yes, please. Yep. So with that, We'll catch you on the internets. We'll catch you on the internets.